This following episode contains spoilers for the film or films being discussed. You have been warned. remember the big moments in the movies we see, the big set pieces, the famous dialogue, the twists, the naked times. But film is an entity made up of hundreds of little moments that either make them special or relegate them to obscurity. We are here to talk about those moments. Welcome to Movie Microscope. Kick it, Movie Microscope. Today's episode is a special episode with Pookie and Ryan. Are we good, sir? It's recording. I don't know if we're good. First of all, has anybody watched anything lately? Yeah, we yeah. Wa- we watched. Uh, that we're watching. Yeah, we watched we watched Brain Damage recently. That Frank Hannenlauter. Uh, Hannenlauter. Yeah. 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 It was great. Yeah, it was wonderful. Is I, it, I assume you've seen it. I saw it when it was new, but I I, I remember being disappointed when I saw it because <laughs> either it was the effects or the production quality or there was something about it just. Was it too bright? There was something about it that just stuck out to me. What is it like now? Yeah, I mean, it's it is quite a bit brighter, and uh, the premise seems like something that could be quite spooky and scary. But it's it's really kind of a silly movie. Which I mean, knowing you know, like we watched Frankenhooker, and you know, um, we saw. Uh, is this like a Bill Paxton movie? Am I wrong? No, that's that's the one with Bill Pullman and Bill Paxton. That's called. Brain dead? What's brain damaged? It's it's Frank Hanelotter's follow up to I I think it was between it might have been after Frankenhooker actually but it was right it was somewhat after Basket Case am I right was it after Frankenhooker? Yeah, it, it was after Frankenhooker yeah and so it, and after Basket Case because Basket Case is referenced there's yes, like a little yeah. nod to Basket Case in it. It might have been after Basket Case too also because he had to milk that gigantic success. <laughs> Nick was screaming on Twitter the other day that Basket Case is an Easter movie. I was like, <laughs> oh my God, that's very inspiring for Easter uh, Baskets this year. Holy crap. Why don't you, uh, we should say who our guests are, Nick. Start being professional a little bit, Poopy and Ryan. Yeah, it's like we got the members of Daft Punk here. We got to be careful. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, what, okay, oh, you got a life form. Well, he's chewing Which plastic beast is this? in the background. This is Ezra. He's 17. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I noticed Ryan's wearing a Catwoman. Uh, I am. Sw- is it a sweatshirt? Is yeah. it a sweatshirt or just a shirt? Sweatshirt. Yeah, Nicole got me that. Yeah, mm-hmm. we, we rewatched this movie it's probably pretty cool. six or eight months ago. And uh, this particular part of the movie where she sort of flips out of the store right before it blows <laughs> up and then does the meow and then it explodes, that... That just really sent me into cackles. You know, I, I've seen that movie so many times, uh, but her in particular in the movie just really. How is it aged? Because the last time I saw it, it I, I felt like I, I think it's wonderful, Nick. I really okay. do. Yeah. Uh, you but, talk. You guys are talking about the Holly Berry one, right? Is that no? Have we been, have we been clearer. <laughs> have we been clearer? 
So I do have this great memory of my grandfather on his like corduroy recliner, catatonic, watching the Halle Berry, <laughs> the Halle Berry Catwoman scene with the basketball court. Oh no! <laughs> oh my goodness! Just That's what it was. It was he was the target audience for that scene. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> yeah, that was the point. Like you know, seventy-five-year-old men. <laughs> I feel like Twitter is in a place right now where they some there could be a group on here like demanding that that movie is great, you know, like Catwoman. Yeah, that needs a resurgence. Is that Pitoff? Are we talking about Pitoff's film? Oh yeah, you know we're talking about Pitoff, <laughs> the director. Is that he had one name? Of course he did. He's like Pitoff. Mick G. <laughs> yeah, he's like Mick G. A more successful Mick G. Pitoff. Yeah. Wonder what he's up to. Do you think he's doing commercials? What? Do you, how's his COVID been? I wonder. He, actually, I, if I'm not mistaken, I was watching a documentary and this on the special effects. They were talking about him. So he, I think he was a dude who did Second Unit or some other stuff. So he's out there. You're looking, looking up, him up. That's a good use yeah, of P- your internet dollar. <laughs> no, you guys, you guys need to join us so we can let's get into Pitoff here. He's got a Wikipedia page, so that's a plus. These are the, the first you know, three hits born in Wikipedia page in like 20 years. <laughs> I hope he's at Pitoff on Twitter. I'm gonna be following him tonight. Yeah, he just he just made a big stance. He ain't paying eight dollars to keep. <laughs> His complete lack of a blue check mark. <laughs> I watched the new Sam Rockwell uh, mystery movie this week. That see oh, how they run. Yeah. Which, yeah. adorable, adorable movie. Oh, is it really good? I Very love cute. Sam Rockwell so much. I do too. It's and here's great. a here's a tip that I didn't learn until too late. I rented it. I paid to rent it, and Justin's like, you know, it's on HBO Max. So <laughs> I, I had to break the news to him, and oh, he, no. he wouldn't talk to me for two days. This is the. I hate to be the bearer of bad news. This is like the Agatha Christie, but it's sort of like a yep. meta because she kind of. Makes it's very, it's very meta, but it takes place in the fifties. So, it, but it's just adorable. It's just an adorable movie. Well, totally. And and uh, even though I don't like him doing a British accent necessarily, because you lose a little of the Sam Rockwell, it's still a lot of fun. It's not. It's very slight. It's a little movie, but definitely worth seeing. Justin's watching all the Terrifier movies, right? No, I'm spending my days trying to avoid ever seeing them or even a clip from them. I I am nervous that I'll accidentally see like a scene or something. And I and and Twitter, I I it's pushing Terrifier news at me because I like movies, I guess. So it's like pushing like showing me things. You know how you don't follow stuff on Twitter; it still shows you stuff. Mm. So I like movies. So I guess I've been liking too many Andor posts or something. And. <laughs> And they're like, well, you. This guy likes Terrifier too. Obviously, we need to push this clown at him. <laughs> now, no, you, like now I know you guys. You guys are a big gore fan. You like horror movies, and you like kind of strange. Did you did you see those movies? Did you see Terrifier films? No, no, we, we actually didn't. So mm-hmm. I, I didn't even know that the series existed until this kind of second. Yeah, me neither. I'd Nick was it. aware. Well, I'd seen it, be, but I I just thought it was so trite. When you look at that, it's almost like somebody who had a passing interest in horror movies came up with a concept poster of what they thought people would want to see because it looked just old. Mm. looks like something from the 80s yeah. and not in a good I'm way. Not. And then, boy, yeah, it's blew, it, <laughs> it blew up. And, and I didn't really have an opinion about it. Except that I was irritated that the guy had his name before the, the credits on the poster. And then Justin's terrified of it. And so now I've kind of got a spark for it. So terrified. worried that I'm going to see it. Yeah, I'm nervous. The algorithm yeah, maybe I don't trust myself. Deeper, 
then you know yourself is that that's the scary thing that's the real that's terror true. it's i think that they know that the, the torture porn or whatever the the that kind of movie is is the only thing that won't that he won't fall in line with and so they're doubling do down it. on it we watched- I'm getting too old to do it. i can't do it anymore you know I'll do it for the show. Like I, I don't think I would do that movie for the show, but most of the movies I would. Like that's a tough one for me. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be able. Would to, you protest. do that or the Passion first? Yeah. No. I'd do Terrifier okay. for sure. Yeah. What were you starting to say? Oh, we watched Hostel for the first time. I don't hate we, we that movie. Have, we might I, have seen that together. I thought it was pretty I. good. Uh, the I go home moment on the old cell phone was pretty cute. Do you remember that? <laughs> There's like this guy who disappears. I don't. Like so, he disappears. He's obviously been kidnapped, tied to a chair, and tortured to death. But they receive on an old flip phone this blank picture of his face, and at the bottom in text it says, I go home. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I remember that movie having kind of a neat, interesting sense of humor to it, which I I kind of appreciated. I didn't appreciate the second one as much. I I, I thought that was a a lot worse, but I, I thought the first one was interesting. Nick's a huge Eli Roth fan, so... Chime in. <laughs> no, no, it's so it sucks being a horror fan because we just get we get handed the scraps and we have to like yeah. it. There was an article I sent a picture to Justin to like yesterday. Rob Zombie's least five five least favorite horror movies, <laughs> and I was hoping it was just a list of his movie, <laughs> but it wasn't. Was this far out cinema? I, swore- I feel like that's all they do. It's like this director's top five list. It's just. Maybe it was. I don't know. It made it made me so sad because (laughs) he's done. I did want to know. I did. It's uh, Revolver Magazine did it. Oh, there you go. Yeah, but he's promoting the monsters. I guess so. He they want to get the word. They don't want to talk about the monsters, so they ask him questions like that. You know. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I kind of swore off Rob Zombie because I didn't like Halloween two at all, and so I kind of swore off of him. Um, Did you like? Then one? I noticed that movie's had a resurgence recently, huh? You didn't like one either, I hope. No, of course not. Okay, I think they were. Get out! Do you guys like those? It's okay if you like them. I, I'm, I feel like I'm being very negative about horror movies. Well, okay, let's go back to brain damage, <laughs> because that 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 is a movie that's been lost to time. You know, Basket Case is sort of a cult classic. Brain damage is an oblivion. How'd you even find it? Was it one of, I, I want to say that it was one of the movies that was pulled into that Criterion 80s uh, film collection. And so I actually remember sort of seeing it on HBO or Cinemax or something, parts of it when I was a kid. And of course I never watched it completely because it was too, at the time, terrifying. Uh, but we, we sort of made our way through several of those Criterion I, I had a, a real fascination with uh, Lauder's Bad Biology, uh, which is kind of a newer one, if you've seen that. And, uh, Nicole and I, when we first became a couple, one of the things that we would talk about, I would send her scenes from Bad Biology. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so... Courtship 101. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so... So we, we, anyway, so yes, we wanted to check out Brain Damage, and it was worth it, it's worth a watch. You know, it's an interesting movie, and the is it Kevin Van Hedrick or is it somebody else? Who is it? Who is who's the lead? Is it uh, him again or no? I I don't know. I, I I did not know this person. It 
or De Niro. It might have been him. <laughs> I think I must have only seen. I, I, I saw Frankenhooker as the only one I've seen. I, I think yeah. out of all of these you've mentioned that that doesn't really deserve to be a cult. I mean, I get Basket Case and I get Brain Damage. Yeah. I, I thought Frankenhooker was a little. Mm. Then again, who cares? You know, it's it's not Terrifier. Oh man, so many thongs oh, yanked up in there. Yep. Oh, and Franken and, <laughs> and Frankenhooker. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't, I don't remember. I think that I remember the, the the VHS box of that. I remember the name. And that's but about you remember it. the you rented it. You remember the the button? It had a button on it, right? You remember that? I don't remember that. So the VHS had an embossed cover, and there was a button on it. And when you pressed it, it said, "Want a date? Want a date?" <laughs> Tell me you have that. I I had it. I used to have it. I don't have it anymore. Did I got you? rid of all my. I don't know where my. V, I had, I had six thousand VHS tapes. Tapes. I don't even know where they are. I don't know what happened. Now we, it's uh, a we used to, my my friend and I used to rent Evil Dead Two so much in high school that the guy, the video store owner, gifted us our own copy. Like he presented it to us at one point, <laughs> which was very nice of him because back then, you know, it was, those were expensive. Yeah. Maybe Evil Dead Two wasn't that expensive, but it was eighty nine bucks. Yes. Yeah, because I bought it. it. To us. I, I, I still have I, it. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. I got this old... Signed by Bruce Campbell. I'm, I'm not sorry. fluent in the art of podcasting because I keep interrupting everybody. I'm so sorry. No, no, no we interrupt a de- you. There's a delay. There's a little delay. There's a little delay, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I think it's care delay, actually. It was that I had a an old Bill Murray VHS, and I got it only because it said $89 on it, and I don't even know what it <laughs> The movie, I don't even know what the movie was, but it was like $89. But I did pay $112 for one season of, of Deep Space Nine. So I feel like I've fallen for that, you know, just a little later. <laughs> the, the thing is, though, it's worth it. I miss, I sort of miss those, that era because you appreciated every second of that stuff. And, you know, because you had to create. You had to fill the time between opportunities to see stuff. It wasn't just out there. So it was a very tactical decision, each purchase that you made and or each thing that you rented. And you had to create enough, you know, runway to, to your next, you know, entertainment. And it was it was it was a game. It was we played Russian roulette a lot with movies. I remember that there was some. I bought, tough I bought the Nightmare on Elm Street box set once for like 80 or 90 dollars. I remember getting so excited. I bought it. And I watched the first one. I was like doing car wheels like this. Is such, this is so good. This is amazing. And then I watched the second one. I was like, "What did I do? What? what why did I buy this?" <laughs> and then I kept watching. I was like, it "Got worse." Oh no! <laughs> Until I got to New oh. Nightmare. I do like New Nightmare. No, actually, three was three was kind of great. The Dream Warriors kind of held up. Yeah, Dream Warriors kind of held up. Oh, this is recent. I didn't buy it recently. The, um, the girl who is lifting weights and then her arms break off and then cockroach arms come out. <laughs> That's that's what always bothered me about the movies. Yes, Freddy's power, his powers kept changing. Yeah, you know, (laughs) kept he's undefinable. That old Freddy, you know. Once he got into comeback, it's a a pretty good zoom. It's a great zoom. Yeah, that shit would not fly now. It's that's they did not think it through at all, and now people would be all over. There'd be a smear campaign on on the internet if somebody tried to do cockroach arms. <laughs> that's a so, that's a terrible death. That's that's a tough one. Get cockroach. Did she die from having cockroach arms, or that was no, did, that that was her power up? She right. So so like she 
That was her power up. And the, 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 the arms come off, but then she actually her whole body breaks into, and she literally transforms into a cockroach. But then she falls down and realizes that she's on some kind of white paper stuff, and then right. she's inside of a you know a roach motel thing. And wasn't she deathly afraid of cockroaches, and that's why he did it to her or something? Yeah. It's elaborate. Freddy, Nothing Freddy gets past Wes Craven. <laughs> so I see you guys have some paper in front of you. We do. What kind of, what kind of, uh, what kind of things are on there? Big hearts, happy symbols. <laughs> your, your art is so much fun. I hope you don't ever stop doing it. Oh, uh, well, I'm going to get a Shunt Brothers shirt. The style of it. It's it's a very specific style that I really dig. Oh, that thank you. I don't know art, but it's fun. You did you art for us. Do. You're an Dick artist. Does art. But no, you did art uh, for us. I mean yeah. very liberally used as a term. Come on. <laughs> He's got some great stuff. I drew a picture of a I was at a restaurant today in the tablecloth you can write on. Yeah. And there was a grease stain that looked like a penis. Mm-hmm. So I drew the rest of the guy around it for the waitress. So Is it cuz you I felt like I was doing her a serve. Slapped it on. <laughs> it was just a, just a it, it was it was fantastic. Is this instead was of a tip? Is it your or? own impression? <laughs> <laughs> Took a picture. Look at that. Oh, there you go. You know, wow. you can see. <laughs> <laughs> That's It's a cannon. Uh, yeah. He might need to have it checked. But we actually did, you know, where you guys asked us to try to bring some information for you. So we did write some of that stuff. Uh, so uh, something that I would, uh, I was listening to the Live and Die in L.A. episode, which is an excellent episode. And we loved that movie. Movie's so good. So good. Excellent. We love it too. So mm-hmm. Very difficult to find. So we really yeah. enjoyed that a lot. There was quite a, a, a kind of extensive discussion about who hangs dick in movies that we thought was very <laughs> delightful. And uh, the uh, Willem Dafoe hiding his dick, uh, the stunt dick in Antichrist, which I thought was a, a nice observation. In the process of listening to that conversation, I found the thing that I want to take to my island, which is Nicholas Cage's Merkin. From a- City of Angels. Well, I didn't know what it was from, so that was going to be my next question to you, Nick, is where... Can I go acquire Nicholas Cage's Merkin to take it with me? Oh my God. Yeah, it's from City. So it's City of Angels, the remake of Wings of Desire, yeah. Uh, yeah, and a an atrocious there. movie. <laughs> I was like, that's Ben Vendor. You know, the original, yeah. And, and they're like, let's remake it with Nicholas Cage. That's a good idea. Meg Ryan? Was Meg Ryan in there too? Uh, she played the Merkin? I don't know. So I, how do you remember he had a Merkin in, in this movie? <laughs> I think we've probably talked about it. I don't remember, but I don't. I don't remember that. Did he get? Was he in like a shower scene or something? Yes. And they had a. I can't not talk about it. <laughs> so it was. I, you heard it from us, right? I'm assuming. Yes. Was it? Do we bring it up, or is this a? Are you? Yes. Is this a Zoom? Okay. You yeah, got, We thought maybe you discussed it. Nick brought it up as part of the discussion about who hangs dick. <laughs> Nicholas Cage doesn't hang dick, but we do get to see his mark. So that is what I want. Well, this episode is officially special now. We got to talk about that Merkin. I want to say that, like, I love that Columbo is in Wings of Desire, like a version of Peter Falk. Though he has no Merkin, but just a little. Peter Falk needs to be mentioned. Just he could a have one. Bit. Yes. He could have one. Yeah. It could be down there. 
<laughs> I'd like to think that he took that Merkin to heaven with him. You know? <laughs> you can't take it with so that's a That's a perfect thing to take. That is like so on brand. That is a perfect thing to take to your island. I re- that's a good zoom to remember that he was in Wings of Desire. I didn't remember that. And I like that movie. Is Beautiful. it a black and white? Like from Surround and that yeah. I just really like Columbo. <laughs> what is it? I just read. There's a show that just stole Columbo for their plot or something. Anyway, go ahead. Oh, really? Yeah, th- there's a show that secretly owes its a, a huge debt to Columbo, and, and and they wouldn't cop to it. Ryan Johnson heavily influenced by Columbo. Loves Columbo. Well, he should. Zoom in. Any other interesting uh, tidbits? Because I know you. you we asked for some weird shit. <laughs> Yeah, we don't mean to put you on the spot. If you want to take something to your island poopy, let us know. If Nick, not, uh, we can uh, suggest Nick, things. I really want to do a, a poetry collection that is just your intros, um, but they are isolated into poetry form. And I wrote down months ago, or weeks ago this line, we stitch ourselves a sadness quilt in remembrance of Earth's ghost which is like the most beautifully poetic little line that was inserted into one of your intros. And I just want to say that I, I feel like you're a, a, a poet and I love your poetry. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I also say you, I kissed the bricks off a dude. <laughs> Does, yeah. That's and it always makes me laugh because that's how he's just, he describes our show with those lines. Well, and that's honestly, it's, it's bec- I do it every time. It's my the main reason is is I'm so scared because we don't really every time we do this we have no idea if it's going to work because of the movie that we're doing and and the fact that we're really not equipped to uh, we don't I mean we don't have any interest in really giving that much real information and so <laughs> I just try to I try to beat the people over the head before we start so that at least they're a little bit concussed by the time we start talking about the movie. That's <laughs> So we're never sure it's, it's going to work. And then it always works. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Every single time. Perfect. Oh, you. We kill it. Just to uh, yeah. be sappy and, and sincere. Um, you all. Uh, I mean, you all were kind of you were doing this thing pre-pandemic, but during pandemic and just being able to, to listen to you all. You can't possibly know how great it is. So you guys Thank are you. wonderful, and I'm going to cry because you yeah. guys are so wonderful. You're well, do you know so how it's therapy? Funny. It's, it's <laughs> therapy. You're the funniest. It, 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 You're just so funny, and <laughs> I love your your chemistry. Thank you. So a little. Well, I mean, yeah. Thanks girl. for saying that. That's very sweet, <laughs> and we're happy that you like it. We're happy that you listen, and and and, and it surprises us that people listen, and and so. Yeah, that's very nice to hear. And I noticed that you were looking directly at me as you said that. So I, I imagine some of that's for Nick. A little a little bit. A little bit for Nick, maybe. But I appreciate it. I bought Powerball tickets thinking that um, we were going to – I was going to get to take it, you know, we were going to win. And then I was going to get, you know, a tour of the entire planet, every city in the planet for us. But it, we didn't win this time. But, but it's going to happen. I'm waiting for the podcast Yeah, Nick. Tour. Nick it's gonna happen. Yeah, we're going. Yeah. We're going on tour for sure. We have to. Yeah, the people demand it. I think, right? I demand yeah. it. Well, we've got to do every movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so is there? I know we've actually did. We did most of. We did. We did. Um, 
Maniac, society, which was one of your recommendations. Maniac. And Society. What else do we owe you? Uh, cruel Intentions. Oh. Which we just <laughs> talked about, right? Cruel Intentions with Ryan Felipe? Oh, yeah, yeah, the Dangerous Liaisons, right? Oh, yeah. You guys know that... Do you know that Nick has a huge thing for him? Like, Nick Nick loves that guy. Way of the Gun. He's a bland white. Of course I love him. I love, I love Way of the Gun. I do, too. So, yeah, I have no problem doing Cruel Intentions. <laughs> oh All right, God. Cruel Intentions. Uh, little me would, would die. Little little baby me. It's a cruel intention. That's a that's a non gory. That's kind of a non gory one. It's more hoary. Wild things wasn't gory. Okay, so who's <laughs> the other one? Is it Selma Blair? Selma yeah, Michelle Blair. Geller in there. Sarah Michelle. And then Phil. Who else? Reese. Reese in there. Oh Reese with a little baby it, bump in there. That little. Oh really? Bump. Who's oh, Malkovich? Is that Philippe? I think. Oh fuck yeah. <laughs> Oof, that's rough. I would guys, like we have to, would, uh, we have would to review body heat. You know, body heat. Oh yeah, Kasdan's. Oh any, yeah, any yeah. opportunity to do more Kasdan. Yeah, I, well, we, we, we watched the movie that. the first time probably maybe a year ago. Blown away by it. Loved that movie. William Hurt. William Hurt. Yeah. William Hurt's intensity as he like busts yeah. through to. So good. Kathleen Turner is so. so that good. is a sweaty ass movie. <laughs> Yeah, it's supposed to be super, super sexy. Um, and I know that you must be, remember this, that podcast. They they just did a bunch of erotic movies from the 80s, and they oh. talked about Body Heat. And she, was, uh, she loved it. Yeah, oh, she wonderful. thinks it's a great movie. We need to do yeah. that and Altered States, because I bought that movie for the show, mm-hmm. and it's sitting there. Great. I, I watched that when I was a teenager, but I haven't seen it in many years. But I, it's, just describing the basic plot of the movie is... A very fun joke to describe to someone about. <laughs> it's, but I, th- I think it is. I think it's going to age like a fine wine. I really think that movie is going to be special. Yeah. To revisit now, Bob Bob Balaban alone. Uh, I know that um, we're running out of our time here, but is there? Um, I, I, you know, we did. You know, we just got renewed for another season by our overlord, so we're here to stay. It's incredible! I can't believe that happened. <laughs> is there anything that anything else we need to do? Is there something that um, we need to kill, or is there anything we need to focus on? I mean, anything you want? I think you guys are doing amazing. Yeah, but I I, uh, I would just echo everything that Nicole said. You know, I, I love the podcast so much, and some of my most vivid memories of it were from when I initially discovered it. And when I started listening to it, I didn't know what was happening in the first five minutes, but you were saying, Nick, about kind of, you know, bludgeoning people over the head. The little, uh, <laughs> the, the little intro sequences in which you describe a scene from a movie and say, we're, we wouldn't talk about that. I. <laughs> <laughs> I was so confused about some of these movies, and they sounded so incredible. Uh, so it took me a long time to kind of pick up, like, there's just no way that could happen in that goddamn movie. <laughs> but as a, 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 because I love them so much, uh, Nicole and I sat down before this, and we tried to write a couple of them. And I would love it if you would let me. Fuck yeah, bring it. With you, okay. I'll I'll try to read these. Well, here. So of course this uh, comes after. This is the movie Microscope, where we zoom in. So if we were talking about the color of money, we wouldn't talk about the scene where Paul Newman embarrasses Tom Cruise by swallowing the cue ball whole 
and expelling it into a glass of J.T. Brown whiskey. We talk about that. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, and then we also wrote uh, this one. So if we were talking about the skeleton, we wouldn't talk about the scene where Kate Hudson retracts and lavages the foreskin of catatonic hoodoo-stricken John Hurt as he soaks in a clawfoot tub. We talk about the whole <laughs> Skeleton key, you're speaking just as language big time. <laughs> we just watched that. Nick, so. Nick you're on we notice. That ending. <laughs> Skeleton key has gotten a little bit of has a little bit of cred to it. Mm-hmm. People kind of like it. Did you? What did you guys think? I thought it was creepy. Yeah, the ending in particular. Yeah. It sort of retroactively makes the rest of the movie quite a bit better. Um, <laughs> but you know, that's my opinion. I don't know. There you go. Oh, justify. Oh, that justifies. <laughs> up them bodies. <laughs> I heard that the skeleton got keyless entry, though, since, right? No? <laughs> yeah, I got to start quoting skeleton key in my, in my daily life. That sounds like, that's put that on my to-do list. All right, guys, we got to jump to another but one it's of these. Honestly, we, really, we do this for yeah. you. We love knowing that you're out there, and we will keep doing it. And at some point, we will all be in the same room and toast how insane yeah, this thank, whole thing thank is. you so much for listening and the feedback that's very nice and thanks for the drawing oh my god uh poopy that was uh, awesome that you did that thank you guys for being such precious special hilarious people that make yeah. my life better you don't even know so we love you guys we love you so oh, much you your family to us Ditto. your family yeah, yeah, to yeah. Us. we love you too um, so thank, you. thank you so much see you later Bye. happy 200. 200 yes thank you yeah. 200 more see you later hell yeah
a pickle we're now in No need to remind the clock is boss, our time is coming in.